I'm sometimes asked what I like about being a parish priest, and I often find myself speaking of the great privilege of accompanying people on the spiritual journey, witnessing the ways that faith goes to work in their lives and how it shapes them and how they in turn shape the world around them. These kind of conversations feed my soul and strengthen my own faith and give me joy um, as I talk with people about their stories of God at work in their lives. And one of the ways that I get at these stories is to ask this question, where are you being fed? And I might ask you that tonight. Now, I get a variety of answers, as you might imagine. Sometimes people would admit that they do not feel that they are being fed, the God-shaped space inside of them, which is an image borrowed by, uh, provided by St. Augustine, signals a hunger um, in them. And as the desert father warned in the first centuries of the church, we often give our hearts, we often give our hearts to that which will not satisfy our hearts. And I guess we don't have to look too far to find ways that people try to fill the space inside themselves, self-medicating, self-absorption, self-destructive behavior. Maybe they end up talking to a priest because all the other things they tried aren't working. <laughs> um, maybe they say, I'll give this church thing a try. At the same time, too often I hear that the church is not doing it for them, that the church is answering questions they are not asking, that the church's actions get in the way, that they come away from church spiritually famished, more grace-starved than when they arrived. I hear, I don't know if you ever heard this, I sometimes hear people say that they don't go to church because the church is just filled with hypocrites, to which I can only say guilty as charged. One of the things I've observed in the years that I've been working with congregations is that while organized religion may statistically be in decline, even in disfavor, there is deep spiritual hunger all around us. As Evelyn Underhill put it in the 1930s when the church in England, like the country, was in some depression, she said, God is the interesting thing about religion, and people are hungry for God. And I believe we're here tonight because on some level, in some way, we believe that Jesus shows up to meet that hunger. We hear Jesus say, I am the bread of life. That reading has been chosen for this particular day called the Feast of Corpus Christi, literally the Feast of the Body of Christ. And it's a day, a gift in the life of the church to give thanks for the grateful provision of the Eucharist, which in the Episcopal Church we have come to call our principal act of worship. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. In the Eucharist, we are invited to allow him to feed us spiritually. I had a chat this week with some folks about our experiences of COVID. I guess it was triggered in part by that little bit of Canadian smoke that visited us, uh, reminding us of quarantines and masks and such. And one of the learnings in that conversation was how much people missed coming together like this to share the bread and the wine, the act of coming forward the act of opening hands to receive, the act of saying amen, which is really another way of saying yes to God. 
letting that bread fill that inner space that we all have, strengthening us in spirit to love and serve the Lord with gladness and singleness of heart. So in that way, the Eucharist becomes more than just a remembrance or a symbol or a metaphor. It's real. The novelist Flannery O'Connor spoke about the Eucharist in a letter she wrote to a good friend in 1955. Here's what she wrote. She said, I was once taken, I love this, she was once taken by friends to have dinner with Mary McCarthy, the novelist, and her husband, and toward morning, dinner went on, toward morning the conversation turned to the Eucharist, and she, because she was the Catholic in the group, uh, was obviously supposed to defend the Eucharist, right? Ms. McCarthy said when she was a child and had received the host, the bread, she thought of it as the Holy Ghost, the most portable person of the Trinity. And she said now she'd come to a point in her life where she thought of it as symbol and implied that it was a pretty good symbol. Flannery O'Connor responded, she said in a very shaky voice, well, if it's a a symbol, to hell with it. That was all the defense she said she was capable of mustering at that time, but but she said, I realize now that this is all I will ever be able to say about the Eucharist that it is the center of existence for me. All the rest of life is expendable. In many ways, on this day, we join her in saying that the Eucharist becomes the center of our existence of faith, that the Eucharist fills that God-shaped space inside each one of us. It meets our hunger. It provides the bread that feeds us, that gives us life, that offers eternal life, Now, I don't know if I should admit this, but there are moments when I reflect on the faith and think, could all this really be true? Is Christ really risen? Is Christ really alive? Maybe even paying attention to what I'm doing? Is all this just symbol or metaphor? Maybe you've had questions like that as well. As Emily Dickinson said, such questions Such doubts can keep our faith nimble. The story of amazing grace, the gospel, is indeed amazing in some wondrous ways, preposterous. But my experience is, maybe all that I can talk about is my experience is that I experience the life of Christ in this bread, in the body of Christ, the Corpus Christi. I find myself incorporated into the living body of Christ. There is real presence here. Jesus says, I'm the bread of life, adding to other statements where it says in the Gospel of John, he is the door, he is the vine, he is the way, he is the light, he is the truth. All of which is to say that as the bread of life, he is in his person for us. He is in his risen present feeding us. It is Jesus, the risen Lord, who we encounter at this table. And I don't know where you are being fed in your spiritual life. I'm hoping I can speak for our new rector and say that our goal in this church in days ahead is to be a place where people will continue to be fed in body, mind, and spirit, and in so doing, meeting Jesus, who is alive and well. As we break bread this evening, 
Hear the words of invitation which Zach will offer in a few moments. Come, you who have much faith and you who would like to have more. You who've been here often and you who've not been here for a long time. You who've tried to follow Jesus and you who have failed. Come, because it is Christ who invites you to meet him here. It is Jesus, the Christ, our risen Lord, who meets us here tonight in word and sacrament and says to each one of us, in our hungry state, I am the bread of life.